Hi there. I'm Anne-Marie McQueen, editor of livehealthy.ae, and this is the livehealthy.ae podcast. Each week, we will interview leaders in the UAE's health and wellness community, and we'll explore topics you read about in our online magazine, the only one of its kind for men and women. And now it's time to meet this week's guest. So today on the LiveHealthy.ae podcast, we have Michael Haddon, founder, owner of Haddon's Gym and Sheikhzayed Sports City in Abu Dhabi, and uh, sort of an original, the OG of gyms. I've been here a long time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me what brought you to the capital. Uh, I came here to be a man of leisure. So I, I used to work in, in, in sport. I had the same company, Haddon's Fitness, back in Australia. Okay. Um, I got a contract in India. So... The contract was great, and it only had to work four months a year in India. So we decided it was a good opportunity to, to move abroad. So we moved to Dubai. My wife got a job in Dubai, and I used to, I used to commute across to India from there. Um, a year into that, my wife's job moved her to Abu Dhabi, so we, we moved down. I continued to commute. And then from there, I'm, I'm a sucker for punishment. I started my company again, and yeah, here we are now. What was this? So this was 2008. 2008, yeah. Exactly. So, so this is when I also moved to the yeah. capital, um, and I remember. But just describe what the fitness scene was like then. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a lot. There was kind of the, the major big clubs, which are still going. You know, the Officers Club, the, the Country Club, the yeah, the Hiltonia, the Beach Ratana. Um, the Shangri La was possibly kicking off at that time as well. So a few of the big ones, and it was, it was yeah, very expensive and very hard to get into. And the actual yeah, small gym, boutique gym market that hadn't hadn't really hit. Even the even the bigger gyms like the the Golds and the Fitness First and those big chains, they weren't in Abu Dhabi at the time. Oh either. no, that's no. been. I mean, that's been recent years. That yeah, they moved in really. Yeah, and what about there were those little muscle gyms? I would see. Yeah, <laughs> and I think there's still a few of those around. Yeah. yeah, so you still see those scattered around. I mean, I've been yeah. tried a few of those. It's always a bit of a bit of fun. It's obviously different to the style of training that I do. But yeah, when there was nothing else and. It was always quite expensive to get a day pass at a lot of the other ones. It, whether you could, sometimes you couldn't get in. Exactly. Um, the prices were what? Like, I think I joined the Beach Rotan. I think I had to pay 8000 dirhams. Yeah. I see. I didn't even get a year, annual membership. I used to do my running around in the streets and boot camps in the park with friends. Yeah. And then I used to I think, yeah, maybe it was 200 dirham for a day pass on the weekend to go and right. do some weights. It was expensive. <laughs> it was expensive. It's hard to believe when you think of it, what it's like now. Yeah, there's gyms everywhere now. Yeah. yeah. So what got you... Like, how did Haddon's get started? So, I've had Haddon's, obviously, right, in 12 years here, but I had it also for five years in Sydney. Okay. Um, and just started. I, I, when I first left university, so I did a sports science degree, I started as a PE teacher. Okay. Um, I didn't love teaching, but I, yeah, but I loved health and fitness. So I, whilst I was teaching for those first 18 months in Sydney, I, I started volunteering for some, some cricket teams, some rugby teams, and doing a bit of personal training. And once I had enough you know, income to survive... Then I started Haddon's in Sydney. So and then coming over here, yeah, again, I, yeah, I just, I don't know, right place, right time. I started some boot camps in the park. Okay. Um, I then was able to pitch a concept to the government, to, to yeah, Zayed Sports City, um, which was owned by Capitalo at the time. What was there then? So it was there, yeah. but not everything was there. So obviously the tennis centre was there, the bowling mm-hmm. was there, the ice skating was there. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the, the football rugby pitches weren't there, so... I know when you look outside my gym now and there's lovely grass pitches, that was all sand. 
Um, but now it's, yeah, it's lovely, lovely pictures. When you first opened, what did you, was it, because you do, I mean, I hope I don't describe it. It's personal training, yep. uh, workouts of the day that yep. are uh, very, very difficult. <laughs> we did uh, we did a program when I was working at the National. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think I took out about half of the <laughs> People who went from sitting move. all day and had never done anything. Yeah. yeah, it was great though. Some people got in very good shape. Workouts yeah. of the day, boxing, absolutely great. Yeah, uh, boxing, and um, you're sort of famous famous for this primal. Yeah, uh, program yes. That, that, that's, so the primal is, I guess, it's your the way I describe that is a it's your outdoor boot camp style training without mm-hmm. the yelling and screaming, mm-hmm. um, and then just doing movements that the body's meant to do. You know, crawling, jumping, you know, lifting things up, dragging things, sprinting. Slow walking, so it's, yeah, just things that the the caveman would do, but and month long, like it's in month long. That, we've always done it as a four week challenge. The primal, so yeah. What's interesting about primal is that, um, you know, I remember years ago friends saying, "Well, I can't go for dinner at at eight o'clock because yeah. I have to eat between twelve and eight. And I remember thinking, "What is this? Yeah, so, so you're doing intermittent fasting. They were doing intermittent. It was fasting even trendy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it was it's true. It's true. It was just eating meat." Nuts, vegetables, a little bit of fruit, and yeah, exactly. You had an eight-hour eating window. Is um, this something that you? Is that your sort I, of? Like, no, I don't. I mean, I believe big time in the paleo eating, right? Um, whether that be intermittent fasting or six meals throughout the day, yeah, it, it, it comes down to calories in, calories out. So I don't think it's, there's no rocket science to it. Intermittent fasting obviously sometimes stops people eating maybe that extra meal, so we, we'll reduce their calories a little bit. But I don't. There's different science to say how it works and how others to say it doesn't work. So, right. But I'm just a believer it's simple formula, calories in, calories out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think going on the paleo-style diet, I know myself personally, when you do it, you feel great. Mm-hmm. Um, you tend not to overeat. Um, any, in your mind, it, it feels like there's more evidence coming out about differences between men and women. Because you're saying calories in, calories out, get it. I will say there's a difference between men and women. Yes, but yes, I, yes. I, don't, I can't back it up by too much science. Where yeah. do you stand on that? Um. Yes, there are there are different when, you know, how things. We that, yeah, there, 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 obviously there are there are different things, but it still does come down to the to a very simple formula. You know, obviously, that simple formula doesn't mean you're going to eat terrible food to get your calories. You know, still you still have to be make sure you're eating good, clean foods and healthy, nutritious foods and the right foods. But I still think it does come down to a formula. Do you hear this from women sometimes? <laughs> no, I hear, from, hear it from everyone. But yeah, I, I just think it's very, yeah. I, often with that paleo style, I find it harder to overeat. You know, harder to eat mass calories because you don't have any big, I don't know, creamy pasta or exactly. big sandwich. Or... You're not going to eat four steaks usually. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. So when you opened, what like what was there when you opened? What did you have? So what was there when I opened? It, nothing. When the tennis center was there, so we, we had that same space. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, because I was negotiating with the, with the government, I didn't, I couldn't do it exactly my way to start with because they were obviously helping fund the startup. So we did have some some traditional equipment as well. So I used to have some treadmills. Um, I used to have some some normal bikes, and I was just slowly able to pull them out one by one as we went along okay. to get to the format that I wanted. So right, and, and kind of that, that's kind of I knew it would happen because you know if you've got five treadmills, you've got also then thirty people having a great time over here doing a boxing class, or a, yeah, they're going to come across. So then we were able to get rid of that that traditional issue. So was it watts from the beginning? And it was that same same. So it was class based. Okay. Um, what is obviously just the name workout of the day? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's it's effectively circuit training. So yeah, we were doing circuit training back then. We're still doing circuit training. Is it just the, the, in your mind the most effective way to? It is. Yeah, it is because you're kind of you're maximizing your muscle usage. Um, 
I know in our in our weekly schedule, it's not always about just doing hit training. Mm-hmm. You know, so in, we program on a on a five day a week cycle where two of the days uh, we, we call it strength endurance, but again, circuit training mm-hmm. um, because that's what people like. It's a bit of resistance. It's a little bit of cardio blasts. We'll then have one day which is more high intense intervals. Um, we'll then do a strength day, and then the the fifth day is generally more of a more endurance based. We try and make it team building endurance based. So that's kind of how we work our our five day cycle, so that you get a bit of everything throughout the week. Then within those different energy systems that you're working, we then make sure we're programming the different muscle groups to the right amount throughout the week. But so it's meant to five. You're meant to work out five times. Yeah, ideally. <laughs> Five hour long, very, very, very <laughs> difficult session. <laughs> three is good. Five is really good. How many people come for five sessions? A lot, a lot now. Like what percentage? Yeah. Which oh, gosh. Uh, I'd say half of our members. Really? Come, yeah, that, I think that's something that we're quite good at. You know, some of the other, other bigger gym chains will try and sell 20,000 memberships mm-hmm. in the hope that people don't come. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't really do that because, you know, we, 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 Try and, try and design it so that our members come back. Probably a bad businessman doing that, but you know, yes, yeah, so a, lot, a lot of our members do come. Yeah. Who were your members when you opened? When I first opened, yeah. it, it was all 95, 97% expats. Okay. Um, that's now swung the other way. So it's, I'd say it's over 50% Emirati now, um, and the other 50 just under of, of expats. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, at different times you capture different groups, so it kind of goes through. Waves and phases, and sometimes you can't pick them. I know we had at one stage we seemed to have every Irish school teacher in Abu Dhabi right. come in. I think um, that's what I went. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and, it, and we still have lots of them now, but it's yeah. kind of it just it, it moves around. Then all of a sudden, there's a, you know, a very big push of lots of young Emirati guys will come, and then a lot of the mums will come, and it's, it kind of it, it changes. But we've got, it's a good even split now, which I which I kind of like. So what have been what were the biggest challenges in opening in, in those early years? Um, just, just I guess getting the message out and yeah, getting people through your door. I know when I when I first opened, we used to have our first class at six a.m. in the morning. You know, and I'd sometimes rock up because at that stage I was the the cleaner, the receptionist, and the trainer. Um, and you just hope someone would show up to train with you <laughs> because right. and then you're at the door waiting, and they oh, and they don't, and then wait. So you'd have times no one would show up. Yeah. What did you What did you do? Like, what was your you're obviously a positive guy, yeah. It, but what would you know in those days when you're starting out and no one shows up? I don't know. You just got to get on with it. Like it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Think of something you get productive you can do on the computer to make sure people do start coming. Yeah. You no, know, I didn't have any big marketing budget, so it was just me winging it on the on the chat groups in Abu Dhabi. And that's how you got the word yeah, out. Yeah. Basically. Did you do any PR or marketing or anything? Um, we did a little bit at one stage through the Zayed Sports City partnership. Okay. So they put a little bit of money. I had no money. So I was basically working for free to get this started. So, okay. um, yeah, we did a little bit on the radio. And how how much time passed until you thought, okay, I think that I've got something here? Uh, no, I always knew. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think because I'd seen the model work. It was so successful right. back in yeah, Sydney. Yeah. Um, I, you just got to be persistent. And if you're if you genuinely love what you do and you're, and you're passionate about it, and I I do. You know, not many people are in the fitness industry for 17 years. Like it's mm-hmm. generally you'll come in, realize. It's not that glamorous. You've got to wake up at four o'clock. You've got to train other people. You've got to then come back and train them again at eight o'clock at night. And it's not, it's not a, it sounds glamorous, but it's, it's a horrible job, really. <laughs> <laughs> but I obviously, I, I enjoy people you know, getting the results and how they feel about themselves. Like people, you do change people's lives. So 
when did you not come at 6 a.m. and there were, like, when were there always people at classes? Um, within the first six, six months. Okay. And it wasn't a lot of people. Yeah. Now, sometimes it might have been two or three, but yeah. slowly we got there. Slowly, slowly. Yeah. Um, so you've lost, now, now, because it's been 12 years, you've seen now, mm. you've got gyms around you, boutique gyms around you. Yeah. How does that feel? And, and I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Fitness First came in at Gold's and... Uh, Bow Fitness, and there's just like all sorts of. Uh, there's a Some, primal, but yeah, uh, primal I mean, there's just so many. I mean, you don't. You can pick your place to work out now, and there's uh, yeah. class pass. And so when you are the first guy, yep. basically, yep. and then you see this happen, like how do you deal with that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, it, well, you just got to try and reinvent yourself. Okay. You know, I remember learning the in my MBA about trying to break into the blue water. You know, red and blue water. So. so what I was able to do with Primal yep. was obviously do something new that went viral. You know, as you've done Primal, like everyone in Abu Dhabi had done Primal. Obviously, every gym has now copied it. Right. Um, the Primal gym thought they'd name themselves. So. <laughs> Why not? Exactly right. If it's working, right. um, so you just got to try and find other ways to to break away. Okay. Um, and obviously, that's what we're looking to do always. And yeah, you know, I, I think there's ways, but <laughs> I have to keep those quiet. But I think there's I think there are ways because yeah, it's big. It, I won't continue to do what I'm doing. Yeah. There's no point staying in a in a battle with all, lots of gyms coming in. Yeah. Um, with lots of funding behind them, and because you you're like like to buy gyms close down on a weekly basis. So Abu Dhabi looks like it will go the same way. So you've got to be different. Right, so. and especially now. What's especially okay. now? Yeah. So when you opened a business 12 years yeah. ago, I'm sure you thought of every eventuality that could hit you hard. Yeah. But yeah, but pandemic. <laughs> Who could didn't have that who one. could imagine who could imagine this right like, yeah no, exactly when it was so so as it was happening just sort of walk me through your thought process yeah when it started at the start yeah like because, eleven weeks ago when we, yeah, yeah yeah I kind of even before that when we yeah. were hearing about it and yeah verbals like what was, I kind of I don't know I, I guess for a while I thought we were going to make it through right. so because it was gyms that were the last thing that were closed yes they and were. I couldn't understand but you know we obviously took the precautions and we kept open and I thought. We could make this, you know. We might, we might stay open. I didn't think we ever would, but um, yeah. And then eventually it came. And I think then we'll now be the last thing to to reopen. Right. Have but, you had any word at all? Or uh, no. Just so I'd say now that because Dubai has opened, mm-hmm. um, I'd say Abu Dhabi will just have a bit of a look and see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, in regards to the, you know, I guess they're a bit like the guinea pigs now. If, if more cases happen, right, then maybe it might delay us opening. But if right. it goes well, which it sounds like it's going okay. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a week away, maybe it's two weeks away. So those days, I actually came to a boxing class, yeah. and uh, Big Al said at the we end, this Al, is yeah. the last one, Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then it wasn't, or, yeah. or then you didn't yeah. close the next day, yeah. because it was like literally like that. It, it was. was, we were kind of getting told, yeah, it's coming, it's coming, and then it didn't come, and I'm like, is it coming? And they said, I don't know now, yes, no. It must have been so stressful. You're just hearing from the sports council, what, on a regular basis? Yeah, we're lucky, we, we got contact with them, because they okay. trained at the gym. Um but they, I mean, it, got, it looked like it might get through. Okay. So they, they said, just keep doing what you're doing. You know, it's, you might make it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so when you closed, how did you react? Um, I just, yeah, it was what it was. I'm quite laid back. So we just had to obviously make a plan. Um, in, the, in the week prior, a lot of the members were kind of asking, when's it going to close? When's it going to close? Um, can we borrow your equipment? So then we thought, right, so we can let's get the equipment in the market. So right. my gym was emptied in three days. We, right. re- we rented all of our equipment out. Okay. So it's still out at the moment. So and 
that's the way we make a little bit of revenue. Yeah. Um, I then had to focus on other ways to, to generate some some cash, not just for me, but for my staff. Because right. I, I, a small gym, you can't just fund everyone all the way through. Right. So we were able to get the our staff jobs in, in a, a logistics contract. So oh, um, yeah. like not doing anything to do with training. Nothing, nothing to do with this is so cool. So you got them. Is this through context and yeah, through, okay. through what we're doing. So okay. we're obviously yeah helping with the logistics. Through Australia. Yep. Okay. So you, so your trainers, how yeah. many? Well, it's, no, no, no. It's more the admin stuff. Admin stuff. Okay. Yeah. So my, my main trainer is actually he went to Portugal just before okay the lockdown because he had to organize some stuff for his wedding. Okay. Unfortunately, he hasn't been able to get back in. Oh, geez. so he's still there. Okay. So, yeah. Then we, a lot of the other staff are only part time, so that hasn't been so bad with the trainers. Okay. So your um, admin staff, you're able to. The admin staff, I was able to get some work. Okay. Because how many people did you have? Six, seven. Yeah, okay. Small. small, but still stressful. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think less stressful than a lot of. Some of the other gyms made that. I, I made a decision two and a half years ago to go really lean. Yes. Just because I can see where the market is going and yep. you know, there's too many gyms coming in. Yeah. So I'm carrying a very small, small staff base compared to, to other gyms. So. This is interesting though, because this is one thing. It's coronavirus and just regular times. You're yeah. saying this, you're seeing not lean. You're seeing some gyms operating Before, expansively prior, prior to coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. Gyms with lots of staff and mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Flashy, yep. everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So we, and you could see it, and I, and I can't compete with that. Right. So we just we just went small, kept our shop front strong and good, and that's how I was going to roll. Okay. Whilst we start to develop other things. So. Okay. And then, for your for your clients, the gym the gym goers, yep. immediately, like, how did you sort of handle that? Yeah. So, they obviously they still we froze all the memberships, so they're all they haven't lost any of their money, so they're all happy about that. Um. We then designed we designed two programs on, on a daily basis. So when we when we rented out our gym equipment, we kind of put together the package we wanted them to have, which was kind of one cardio machine, two dumbbells, one kettlebell, and a ball. Um, so we designed a ward workout of the day program based on that equipment. Okay. Um, and those that then didn't want to rent equipment, we designed a workout of the day program based on body weight. Okay. So they're still getting their workout every day that they can do at home. Um, and then we've, we've run our primal program. Once over Ramadan, okay. start again next week. So, yeah, that's. I mean, we're giving them free workouts. It's and, free. It's yeah. all free. You didn't. The so prim some... primal program we charge for. Okay. Um, but then, if the members didn't want to come and pay and do that, they still receive their workouts. Did you when you were looking at that? Because some people did start going online and charging. Yeah. What was your sort of? Well, I just I, not, you don't know how long it's going to go. For. That's you know when we first started. That's why it was all free. Maybe we'll be open in two or three weeks. It'll be fine. Um, then we started the primal because we needed to generate some money. So, yeah, and, that, and I said, I think I mentioned before, they, that primal was great. It showed me that people from all over the world are keen to get involved. So, so when you started doing classes online, mm -hmm. you had people coming. Yeah, from, like, from maybe 10 different countries. It was excellent. It was old, really, old people, people old, who had gone to the. Old had, members, old okay. members, and they, they'd, they'd, they'd saw it and they saw a virtual, but they said, you know, we've been gone for three years. We, we haven't been able to find the same. Amazing. So, isn't that amazing? Because yeah, they're really in wherever, good. yeah. But they just have that tie to yeah. here. It they could really have nice. probably done workouts because everyone was doing, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Online, everyone's yeah. Yeah. online workouts are everywhere now. Yeah. And why did why did you choose Zoom? How did that? I guess just because you could have everyone. Yeah, every everyone at once, and it was a I mean, look, get the business platform. It's it's quite cheap, and you, you can have and you're always going to have five hundred people per class. But I kind of made sure it would, yeah, because if I had a hundred people in the class, it'd be fine. Okay. Um, and it, yeah, it works. It works. It works really well. I can do it from my lounge room, which is no bigger than this. 
In between your homeschooling and your in between uh, homeschooling and <laughs> logistics <kids>. contract. <laughs> most, right, you picked up a logistics contract. The most unorganized logistic man in the Abu Dhabi. Oh my gosh! Um, so you think about like that sort of spawned you? Is online your future? Uh, it's definitely a mix of it. Yes. Like, Jim's all over. Are realizing I should have done this? Do you feel a little bit like uh, that? One hundred percent. Why didn't you? Uh, just because I, I, I have always been about the the social interaction, creating the community, but I realized you can do it on online. So, you know, we'd have the big Zoom class for Primal and, we, and there was some great banter before or after or someone to put their mic on and say something silly and it was, you can do it, you can create that community online. So, that's it's, yeah, it was fun. I, enjoy, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought of it. I had my, my best friend over here, he said, I kept saying to him, nah, 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 nah. He's now calling me Mick Wicks because I'm loving it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. I guess, yeah. So would you say it was more your personal um, hesitation than the technical side? Uh, yeah, well, no, both as well. Yeah. Because, yeah, I was having that technical side and feeling like you don't have control. And But, yeah, because I just did it simple with the literally Zoom I can do. Yeah. So I, before each class and, and Facebook, I can do an Instagram, uh, WhatsApp chat I can do. So it was just through those that I, that I didn't know. So, I posted the link for the workout half an hour before. Um, people would come in only to the people that were registered, and the way we went. But it's got there's more since then. We've done because it went really well. You know, we've done things for, for the government for Kizad. We did a, a program of Ramadan for their staff. Okay. And we're just about to do another one starting on Sunday with the Asmarina Circuit and you know all their their staff and their communities for train Yas. So people have seen that it works, and when we're talking to other other companies as well. So there's a there's a market for it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So this is a whole new. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then do you think, do you, are you going to build a platform for patents and online platform? There'll be something. Yeah, definitely. We have to. Yeah. So it's kind of just something basic that you can kind of, whether it be the corporate stuff or whether you're general public stuff and also your free stuff online. Okay. So I think now when you buy a membership going forward, that happens. It will obviously be the, the workout of the day class in the final, but there will be the options of the, of the virtual classes at certain times throughout the week as a member as well. So. To film. You'll film them and put them we'll, No, we'll, we'll, we'll do it live. Ah. And then, so that's what I was doing with the with the primal. We were doing live sessions. Um, and obviously, I'd film the first one of the, of the day so people could do it at any time they wanted. But there were three time slots for the live class each day. So we had a, a 5.30 in the morning. Um, we then did a 5.30 p.m. before Ifta. And then we did a later one after Ifta. So. Okay. Going forward for the next primal, we've got a, a 5.30 in the morning again for the before work. We're targeting the 9.30 a.m. to try and link in with homeschool. So saying that, that we want the kids to join in. My kids often join me for the, mm-hmm. for the classes um, and then they might go after work. So. so moving, I mean, when you think about it, so many people normally travel. Yes. I mean, one yes. of the things in this country is, yeah. as a journalist, it's great. I can yeah. get anyone on the phone yeah, everyone's yeah. here. But normally, no one's here. It's no, like it's right. like in and out and in and out. So... What's the, what would that do? Do you think you could capture those people? I think so. When they're yeah. traveling. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of the expats here work in, on school times or school terms. Mm-hmm. So we know that we can sell our term one membership, term two membership, term three membership. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now there'll be a, just for this year, there'll be a summer term. Mm-hmm. You know, there'll be something that'll take people up to the start of term one. Um, because, yeah, people won't go, well, I can't travel. Other people are going to be in the same boat as me. And if I, if I go to Australia, I've got to do my two weeks in hotel quarantine, right. and then I can also go spend a week or, or not, a few days, and then come back again, and then two weeks quarantine here as well. So, 
it doesn't make sense at the moment. So yeah, I think a lot of people will be in the same boat. What do you, I mean, you know, psychic, but what do you think is going to happen when, do you think you're going to get the word one day and then just open? Or? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, then the things have started to be released. So, you know, there's a, there's a portal link for the sports council. We have to now log on and start to enter our details about reopening. Okay. So that's uh, begun. But that's, that's begun. So, but the date of when that is, we don't know. And what the restrictions will be when we open, we don't know what they are. Because it won't be, you're open, go for it. Right. It'll be, you're open, you can work at 30% or, you know, 10 people, 5 people. So it's then, it's hard to plan because we, we don't know. I mean, also, not everyone will want to come back. Like it's, some people when we initially open, just talking to friends and different groups, some people will still be scared. So, which is why we're going to have that, that mixed model of, of yes the gym is still open mm -hmm. with some classes the virtual there's some classes and then there's also some time in the gym when you, when you can book in and come and do your own thing um, so we can limit the numbers and okay yeah so it's, it's, it's going to be a very mixed model to start with and then you'll I guess it's trial and error and then we'll find out what's working and what we need to add more of or, or take away from hopefully well it seems like from Dubai anyway yeah if it's a very strenuous workout, you don't have to wear a mask. Yes. It. So I that's, because yeah. I think that would be really difficult. Very, I think it would be very difficult. Working out in a mask, yeah. would you be a little frightened to have yeah. people working out? Yeah. Like I can't tell. Like it, as a trainer, you, want, you, you need to be able to look at people's faces. Right. Because right. I need to know if you're going to pass out. And that, <laughs> I think I'm quite good at that now. I've learned that over the years. And if there's someone's got a mask on. Right. They're more likely them, to pass out, Yeah, because they're more likely. And I can't tell when they're going to go down. <laughs> so I can't stop them. So, Can, what about the cleaning, you know, the yeah. cleaning in between and the, yeah, the station we've, sharing? We've got, we won't share. We, I guess the good thing with our programming is we can program so there's no sharing of equipment. So that kind of works for us. That's okay. okay. Um, and the cleaning, we've got good support with, with Zad Sports City. Okay. Um, and we've already spoke to them and it'll be a reduced schedule and there'll be a half an hour between classes where so members will have to wipe all their own equipment. Um, trainers will help. And then the cleaners will come in as well in that half hour break. So I think we're pretty prepared for the the whole cleaning um, and also the, the programming. I think our programming works better than you know, some of the some of the boutique studios where they you know, it is literally proper circuit training where you, you have your equipment lined up and you go around and mm. you can't do that now. And, and you won't be able to for a long time. Um, even boxing I think is gonna be is, oh. is tough. I know people like boxing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I think our, our, our style of programming can be adapted. So we're we're lucky in that way. Okay, and what do you see happening? I mean, just in the in Abu Dhabi in the in the industry, are you? It's it'll be tough. I just I hope I hope 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 the the landlords understand. Um, so far, as has been very understanding. Um, but it's just a matter of you know, when gyms do reopen. It's not now start paying full rent again because you know if, if that is the case, I, I give my notice now. You know, okay. Yeah, because if you, you, you can't. There's no way I'll have a hundred percent. Capacity back when we open, it'll be twenty percent. So as long as the, the the landlords allow us to build back up, then everyone's safe. Because if not, a lot of gyms, some have already crashed. Right. But, but more will crash. Some will close. You think some will close? Yeah, I've heard of room, especially some of the yeah yoga Pilates studios, yeah. and they're, they're yeah, I'm not to mention it, but it hurt some of those are closing, and yeah, I, I think some of the gyms will be hurting quite bad as well. Right. There were there were a lot though. A lot. Yeah. There's four inside Sports City alone. <laughs> um, so what do you think in terms of overall approaches to health that how this is going to change us? Um, 
I just I think the old days of those huge big bulk classes are gone. Um, I think there's definitely going to be more scope for the linking in with with companies um, who may now look more at allowing their staff to work more from home. So how can we engage the staff to a virtual interactive corporate wellness style program? So I think there's big opportunities for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. This, yeah, it's, it's hard to tell. But then also, on the other hand, people do forget, don't they? So it's hard, which, which way will it go? I think I think it's changed. I think I think it will be definitely will be different. And you have to be creative and think of ways to, yeah, to generate or change your business model a little bit. Um, what did you think about in the beginning when everyone? Well, you had people working out and you were working out obviously, yeah. but yeah. you know a lot of that like quarantine and everyone seemed like they were really drinking so much. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, and that's exactly right. And they were. And people yeah. still are. Um, I think it's gone through waves, you know, even personally. You know, when we when we first started the homeschooling, I was I was really keen. I was ready to be a teacher again and had the kids going in. We were doing star jumps at lunchtime and it fizzled out. Right. <laughs> then we were training and doing that and then trying to go down. It's got to kind of need to pick yourself back up again. So I was trying to... How do you keep help. that motivation level like for other parents who are trying to... Yeah, it's just I, I think when you get online and you start to have that communication online with the classes, it, it works. How about with your kids so, though? How do you keep that? Uh, well, like, like everyone else, it's it's tough. It's mm-hmm. you have good days and bad days. Um, I know when I when I it's gone quite well. So you you've seen all the train every trainer is doing free workouts. You know, so it's very easy to get a workout. Mm-hmm. Um, I I went differently in that I tar- I've only targeted families. So for online personal training, as opposed to saying let's sign up for some one on one PT, I've said let's sign up for the family. Let's let's put your family schedule together. Okay. So rather than just doing a workout for you, we figure out how we're going to program the sessions into your kids. We can have a couple of live sessions if we want to. We can give you some meal plans to help you. But based on, because parents, a lot of parents haven't been in this situation before, that <laughs> so you're home 24-7 with your kids, homeschooling, having to yeah, eat together always, which is obviously lovely, but it's also it's, it's, a, lot. It's, it's, it's a lot and it's different. So, yeah, so I, I've gone that way with my with my co- online coaching and stuff. So, again, uh, so you've been... T- you've been t- Working with families. Yeah, families. I, I, I've only taken on five because of okay. my time. Yeah, um, yeah, my yeah, and, and and two of those are not here. They're in the different countries. That's that whole. So they were just like, virtual. we need help. We yeah, just need so one, one had just moved back from from and they said, listen, we program ours, and another one who'd been back in the in the UK for eighteen months said, yeah, we'll we'll take one of those spots. So because they talk a lot about, um, you know, in this country, there's a lot of diabetes is being problem yeah. child child. Yep, there's a lot of child obesity. Yep. How how important is it for the parents to set them? You have to be the role model. You really do. Um, yeah, we're lucky. We've always exercised myself and my wife, and she she eats cleaner than me. But you know, I'm I'm quite relaxed. But mine is all about if you train really hard, I can I can balance off that pizza. <laughs> um, but yeah, you do. And I think because that our kids are, are quite healthy and active as well. So yeah, yeah, you've got to model the, those behaviours, and that's that's part of this online coaching stuff. Trying to help them. How can you get up and do a little ten minute workout with your kids? And you know, how can we, you know, then I'll explain to you they're really busy throughout the day. Well, well, let's have a look how we can try and slot it into your day. There's, there's always ways. And I mean, it gives you more time, right? Can you just talk about that? Like when you work out, you get more time. I Absolutely. Don't know how to explain it? No, I, that, yeah, completely <laughs> agree. So you're more productive, aren't you? Like it's you don't procrastinate. It's so I know when I've got big meetings and things on, and I make sure I get that session in the morning. Um, because I mean, you, you feel great and you're buzzing for the for the rest of the day. Whereas there wasn't so much on. Maybe you can try and do something in the afternoon with the kids. And I know it, it's for me, yeah, much more productive than I've trained. 
do you think so with this online stuff do you do you think we'll always have gyms like i mean i know there's this thing called the mirror that you can put on your wall oh it's like classes you turn the mirror on it's like a classes with a peloton all these okay right there's There's yeah you but do you think we're just going to be we're we're staying at home so much more yeah no i don't they'll definitely be reduced and it will it will change but Mm -hmm. i I still don't know what it will change to Mm -hmm. um Still, I think there's still be a place. Well, gyms were, I mean, one of the trends was gyms were the sort of uh, new nightclub, the new bar. I think that's, they, that's where I think the struggle is because a lot of those gyms, London, New York, Sydney, it's a, it's a small space and it's 60 people in there literally yeah. Yeah. sweating on each other. Yeah. So that, I don't know how they, they will survive. Yeah. Um, my model's always been that I've got an indoor-outdoor model. Yeah. You know, so, yes, although I've got my space, um, I've got access to, to outdoors. So we insist on using in the summer yeah. as well. <laughs> Making you bear crawl on the, hot, on the hot concrete. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you ever go to sites where it's you see, you just see yeah. your lunatics <laughs> running around. <laughs> it's true. I'm conditioning them. I was getting them ready for the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, well, fresh air, right? Yeah, no, fresh absolutely. Air, if, you're, if you're in a, a nice environment, um, and if I think outdoors is that, you, mm-hmm. you're more likely to stick at it as well. So. Yeah. Um, all the all the trends that you see coming and going. I've, I mean, I've seen lots of stuff where you said online, you know, basics, yeah. the basics. But yeah. what do you think about when you just see the different crazy workouts and the different crazy yeah. ways of eating? But I guess there there are. I mean, it's not there's markets for it. You know, with the with the disco lights and you see, I would I would hate that. I I, I cop a lot of grief at my gym for trying to keep the music there. <laughs> I'm the grumpy old gym owner. If I could have a silent gym with a bit of chatting, it'd be perfect. Um, <laughs> it doesn't, yeah, maybe I'll try a it. Silent gym. Um, yeah, I think there's still a. I don't know. There's a market for people like different things. People have different tastes. Sometimes, yeah, as long as you've got a good quality workout as well. What's it like when you are? So when you, I'm sure you're not going to live here forever. We're, you know, we're we're expatriate yeah. residents. When you think of leaving, how? You know, it's an interesting thing, right? Yeah, because you have to leave your... Did you leave your business in Australia? No, I actually, I gave it away. Okay. In that I thought I'd only be two years, oh, like most right, people that yeah. come here. So I made sure all of all the clients... It wasn't very big. I had five, five trainers, maximum at my peak. So I gave all my trainers the clients, and my big corporate client, I kind of distributed them, again, to the to the trainers, knowing that when I come back, I'll just pick them back up again. That's obviously over now. That's 12, <laughs> that was 12 years ago. I don't, know, I don't know who they're with now. I don't even know if the guys are, I gave them to are still in the industry. Yeah, we don't know if they're still yeah, with us. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I know when I do go back, I don't just want to be a trainer again. So it's. Do you sell it though? Good. Like, do you, this thing uh, you built, can you see selling it to someone else? Yeah, possibly. You know, there's ways in it. I think there's other opportunities and, yeah, possibly. I don't think you can sell for, I can't sell for lots of money. Right. But yeah. Right. So that's, we'll see. I don't know. So when can people, when do you think you'll have an online platform? Uh, before the end of summer. So okay. it, it's, they're waiting for me at the moment. I've given my first bit of information. Um, okay. They've come back and they said, we need a few more bits. So, um, yeah, before the end of summer. And how are you going to open? What if your main trainer is still in Portugal? Portugal, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be busy. Um, with the, with the, the, the model I spoke about before, with the, with the combination of yeah. virtual and face-to-face, so we won't have 15 classes per day like we, we did when we closed. It'll be much reduced. And, you know, on some days, it won't be that there's many classes at all. It'll be just virtual for those days. So 
that schedule I kind of got in my mind how it fits. Um, I have got some some casual trainers who are spouses here, fathers visa, and different things. So they're they're ready to help as well, and yeah, we've got a good community. So that's hard, right? Getting trainers and keeping them. How much of a challenge would you say? It's tough, but I kind of agree with you. I think it's good for trainers to move. Okay. Um, you know, Why? Just you, you learn new things as you go along. Okay. It, generally, ninety percent of trainers don't last more than two years in the industry anyway. Oh, really? So a lot of majority of people come into the industry. Because they like training themselves and they like looking themselves in the mirror. Okay. Um, <laughs> not because they like the benefit of seeing other people get help, healthy and fit. Then when they realize they have to wake up at four and go to bed at five okay. and they make that much money and yeah. they get out and get a real job. <laughs> so Two so years. Wow. It's, yeah, there's not, not many people make it past the, the two You know, years. I had a trainer in Canada and yeah. every session um, he would tell me of all the other things that he wanted to do. <laughs> Because, and that's what, this doesn't seem right. No, it's not. Because it looks glamorous. Right. But it's, yeah, as I said, early starts. Because like, there does tend to be this sort of people move around between the gems because they yes. think it'll be better. Yeah, better, better. better yeah. But that's, as long as you're prepared for that, I think it's a bit of a, a few changing faces is good. Okay, so, um, you know, it looks like things are opening up or coming out of it, but you're a positive guy. What, what do you have to say to people like if they get, you know, a little bummed out because something moves backwards. Yeah, I don't know. It's just try and stay positive. Realize everyone's going through it. I know we've had times at home when we've, my wife and I have been stressed, and but it's just we're not the only ones. Like it's everyone's going through it. And they're thinking, my kids, my kids. <laughs> everyone is having that same problem. So in every house. In every house. And, you know, yeah, it's you'll get through it. It'll eventually it'll open up again. And, yeah, it just it might take time. Right. The hardest thing I think here will be, obviously, we're going into summer. Um, generally, we, I have a kids' camp where we run at Emmett's Palace over summer normally. Which obviously, I, I can't see at this stage happening. But, you know, we could get the kids down there and it kind of breaks it up a bit. Whereas now, there's no more homeschooling, so that's not going to entertain them for the first four or five hours of the day. It's now just summer and you can't get outside and you can't travel. Can't travel, yeah. so that's going to be the, I think that'll be the test. Now. What would you say? How are you going to? What's your plan? We've moved house. <laughs> Okay. We're going to move to a compound where there's a beach. Okay. Um, so we can try to get out early in the morning and do mm. some activities and get some stand-up paddle boards and just try and stay active that way. We'll, we'll obviously be running the online classes, so people want to, want to join those, come and join those, and just try and stay busy and keep everyone sane and okay, find things for the kids to do. So do you still schedule them in the summer? Is that a good idea to Ske- keep things – just the schedule their fun even? Like, is it better that way? I do find you have to. Otherwise – we don't give them a huge amount of screen time. Whereas if they could, if you didn't, you know, they, they just look for that option every time. So I still think, yeah, you've got to try and program things in for them to do. Whatever. How do you keep them off their screens? Uh, just don't let them. We have games for them. Mm-hmm. Set up the lobster courses in the backyard and do the homeschooling. We give them, obviously, they do have time each day. And have to. But they're on the screen for that first four hours doing the homeschooling. So it's, fine. it's, a, it's a lot to then go screen to, to more screen. It's so weird because we're moving towards this complete online world. Yeah, I know. So, right? It's yeah. like, I was and thinking screen time is such a complaint. It's yeah. such a worry. Yeah. But that's where we're moving. It is, but it's just not too much, I think. I think some yeah. of the, the psychological damage you can do to your kids and it messes with them. So just, do you see a difference in your kids when they're on screens yeah. too much? What do yeah. you see? They're, they're more grumpy afterwards. Yeah, is that absolutely annoying. Like, it's not the same. Oh, grumpy and what? Sorry. Grumpy and naughty. And they're, they're, naughty. Still, they're not, they're, it's not the same energy and bubbly personalities that they're on there all day and for too long. And they, get, they get a bit short with each other. And So in the very short term, you see you see a 
Well, yeah. it's a scene as if you're on your phone too long. Yeah, you yeah, emerge exactly. from that grudgy. Yeah. Yeah. You're just scrolling and <laughs> yeah. So I'm always grumpy. <laughs> well, thank you so yeah. much. I really no, appreciate thank you for having it. me. It's fun to talk to you. And good. good luck uh, opening up and boxing. Yeah, <laughs> I think boxing will be phase two, yeah, unfortunately. Two. Okay, thank yeah. you so much. Man. Thank you. That's it for this week. If you liked the podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next time on the livehealthy.ae podcast.